Today's kernel goes out to Brandon, who goes by at BJLee2489 on Instagram. Brandon's been sharing popcorn finance around with some of the members at his credit union, and I appreciate that so much, Brandon. So I appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Last week, we were talking about the importance of investing and how it impacts the way we save, especially in comparison to inflation, which is the rate at which the goods and services that we buy grow each and every year. So if you want to hear a comparison of how investing impacts the way our money works in comparison to the way things grow in price each and every year, go check out last week's episode. This week, I want to focus on how investing helps us reach that big, huge goal out in the distance of retirement. For most of us, retirement feels so far away. I mean, years and years and decades out into the future. So it's one of those things that can be really easy to ignore and not to think about. And I get it. I did it for the majority of my 20s. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I haven't been doing this myself. I, I completely get it. But there's no better time to start than right now. And the best way to do that is not by throwing your money into a savings account and just letting it sit there and hope for the best, but to actually invest that money. To give you a better example of the impact investing has on our money, I wanted to compare a couple of different scenarios here. So to start things out, I wanted us to use a real concrete number to you know work into all these calculations that I'm going to be doing here in audio form, hopefully not boring you to death with numbers as we go along. So a lot of us hear this big goal of, I want to have a million dollars for retirement. And that's a great goal. That's a great goal. But you may not know why that number's thrown around a lot, if that number works for you, if that number is unattainable at all. And so let me start by just giving you a quick breakdown of how to even figure out what you would need for retirement. And, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into this. I'm going to be definitely simplifying this, but more for the purposes of keeping this illustration easy to understand. So one technique that people use in order to determine how much they need to save for retirement is something called the 4% rule. And this was done based on a study that was done years ago. And it looked at the performance of the stock market over a long period of time. And the whole purpose of the study was to see how much money could someone safely withdraw out of their retirement account and make it through, hopefully, the rest of their living days. And so they were looking at a 30 year period. And what they found is that you could safely withdraw 4% from your retirement account, from your portfolio, from your nest egg, whatever word you want to use, uh, and still have enough money to make it through 30 years of you know, living. This is an old study and you know people debate whether or not this is a useful tool or still applicable for today, but it is a pretty good rule of thumb for helping you come up with a, a number to work with. And so if you're using this rule, 4%, how do you turn that into a number that you can actually use to figure out how much you need to retire. Through a little bit of math, you can go through and say, instead of saying, I, I can withdraw safely 4% from my retirement account, you can flip that around and say, I know it costs me X amount of dollars every year to live. These are my expenses that I'm going to have each and every year and take that number and multiply it by 25. And that will give you that number that you could safely use in this 4% rule calculation. So if your expenses are $40,000 or less per year, you could safely survive on $1 million using this 4% rule. So obviously that's not going to work for everyone, but we'll use that in the examples I'm going to give you today. Now, if I'm looking out and I'm like, okay, I need a million dollars in my retirement account. And for this example, let's say that I am going to want to retire 35 years from right now. If I were to just take this cash that I'm saving and just pile it up in the corner of my house somewhere, meaning I'm earning no interest whatsoever, I would need to put aside $2,381 every single month 
totaling up to $28,571, which is a lot of money to save and set aside and may not even be possible for, for many individuals. Now, let's say instead of putting my money in the corner of my house in a giant stack that I have to hide from my friends and family when they come over, let's say I go and put this into my savings account. And let's say I got a great savings account and it's paying me 2% per year, which is wild these days when interest rates are so low. In this situation, I would need to save instead of the you know almost $2,400 a month, I could put aside $1,643 or the equivalent of just over $19,700 per year into the savings account. And I would hit $1 million in that account 35 years from now. So just by saying that I'm going to save in a savings account instead of a stack of cash, I would save myself over $700 a month that I have to save or nearly $9,000 a year. But still that $19,700 a year is still a lot of money and may still be out of reach for a lot of individuals. Now we're going to take that money and instead of stacking it up in the corner or throwing it into a savings account, we're going to put that into our 401k plan at work or 403b or 457. You know, all depends on where you work, but all those plans pretty much work in very similar ways. In this example, we use an average stock market return of 7% for the money that we're putting into this account. In order to hit $1 million 35 years from now, we'd have to put in $552 a month or $6,624 a year. I don't know about you, but that number sounds way better than almost $29,000 or almost $20,000 in the two examples we gave before. And this all comes from the power of compounding interest or compounding return. That means that each year, your money is not only growing by that return you're getting, but also by the amount that it's grown each and every year. So for example, the first year you put in $100, and then the next year that $100 is now worth $107 in your 401k. So now not only are you earning 7% interest on the original $100, you're earning 7% interest on the $7 that you earned over the past year. I give these examples not to just sit here and practice math on the air, which I clearly wrote down before because I do not trust myself to do math live. And I probably couldn't do this math in my head if I wanted to (laughs) definitely use some calculators. I show this as an example of the power of investing and why it's so important to invest for retirement versus just putting this into a savings account or even worse, just leaving it in your house somewhere. The number you're going to need for retirement is going to be a big number. And by investing, you take some of that weight off of your own shoulders. You take the need to save such large amounts of money off of your plate and break it down to something more manageable and letting your investments do some of the work. Because the goal is to have your money work for you and you not to have to carry this entire burden for the next 20, 30, 40 years. I hope this got my point across and I hope this made it a little bit clearer the power of investing and why it's not only important to invest your money, but to start early to give your money time to grow and multiply year after year. I think that was enough math, enough numbers for one episode here. I I hope this made sense to you. And if you have any follow-up questions, feel free to reach out to me by emailing me at questions at popcornfinance.com or just send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Popcorn Finance Podcast. As well, don't forget, episode 200 is getting very, very close. And if you want to be a part of this episode, all you need to do is give me a call at 707-200-8259 or visit popcornfinance.com slash voicemail from your phone or your computer and let me know either your favorite episode, favorite guest, or something that you've learned or that's been helpful over these past roughly 200 episodes that I put out. And for bonus points, record yourself saying the intro to the show. So, you know, the beginning where I always say, hey, this is Chris. Welcome to Pop 4 Finance, blah, blah, blah. All that, all that good stuff. <laughs> if you record yourself saying that, I'm working on something special that I would love to have you be a part of. As always, I appreciate you all joining me here for another bag of popcorn. 
Hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And remember to register to vote. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.